it feels like the United States government is going to war against crypto-based companies. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it with no investors and without an Ivy League degree? This podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. What's up, people? Today, we're going to talk about the Fed Now token. We're going to talk about central bank digital currencies, the, all the three bank collapses linked to crypto, how Visa, PayPal, MasterCard are all linked together. It's something pretty interesting that's going on right now that I think a lot of people are not talking about. I've talked to multiple investors in our fund that have no idea what the Fed Now protocol is, even the basics. We're going to go a little bit deeper than the basics as well, and how this affects other parts of the industry and potential leading up to a central bank digital currency. So that's the plan for today's episode. It should be very fun. Uh, and good to have you guys here. I'm actually in Europe right now. I'm in Portugal. We're going to talk about Europe and uh, the potential Euro uh, digital dollar that they're announcing. Um, pretty interesting that they're developing right now. So it's pretty fun. I'll give you a little view here. Here we are off my porch. Kind of cool, right? My wife served a two-year LDS mission here, so we're here um, with her. So I'm out on the deck. I'm just recording right here, just on my phone. So this is what you get, but the, the information should be uh, should be pretty good. All right, let's dive in. I'm going to share my screen here, and here we are. So let's first talk about the Fed Now protocol. Sound good? So what even is this? Now, this is like this is not like some conspiracy. This is announced by the Fed. So right here, here you go. Fed Now 24-7 instant payments. This was announced in March. It is de first being deployed in July of 2023. So next, really next month, it's coming out. What's And what this is, we can scroll down here, you can see a few things. Um, you know, Venmo, Cash App, these other type of payment things. It's essentially that, but for large wire transactions. Right now, when you send a wire, it's like, I don't, it's like, why? We live in 2023, it takes two days to send a wire over. You can't send it on the weekends, like, why not? So what Fed now is doing is they're working with all the big banks to put this all in. And I'm gonna talk about the con kind of conspiracy theories behind this in just a second, but just what it is at face value is the you can send large wires instantly. So I could send you, it uh, looks like the first iteration is gonna be up to $500,000. So I can send you $350,000 right now instantly. And it'll, it'll show up in your bank account like bam, today. So that's like essentially like Zelle, Cash App, Venmo, but for large wire transactions. Uh, our sources tell us that work at large banks, um, corporations will be able to do up to $5 million, individuals up to $500,000. So the big four banks, you know, JP Morgan Chase, Citigroup, uh, Wells Fargo, PNC Bank, they have all been working on this in depth. Regional banks have kind of been left in the dark. She's like, these regional banks are asking, how do we use this? How do we start working with this? And they've kind of been left in the dark. This is six months ago. And all of a sudden, all these regional banks start collapsing, which is pretty interesting. So we have this all going on um, right now. Now, some people have pointed, is this a central bank digital currency? Right now, they are saying, no, this is not, a, it's not blockchain based. It's not anything. It's just a service that the Fed is now providing called the Fed Now service going to all the banks. Some people now, I'm getting into theory now, theorize this is the beginning stages of what could become a central bank digital currency. Um, now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, central bank digital currency, let's dive into that. There's actually this cool website over here. Uh, this is called the from the atlanticcouncil.org this actually tracks central bank digital currencies around the world and how many countries are using them so i'm gonna scroll down here look at this um this actually shows the countries that are in development of this so 11 countries have already launched central bank digital currencies 18 are in pilot programs so china's launched theirs russia's in a pilot program all these australia's in pilot program uh you have 32 countries in development the united states is one of those countries I don't know if you know this, um, last November, the United States did a, 
a test 12 week digital dollar test with Citigroup, Wells Fargo, and the New York Fed. Okay, uh, test it out. The big, big banks that were testing this, how to launch a central bank digital currency, what would it be like, etc. Then you go down, there's 40 countries in research right now. And then here's the ones that aren't working on anything. But I mean, that is, I'll, I'll take these two away right here. I mean, a ma I mean, pretty much every developed country on earth right now is either researching or developing a central bank digital currency. Now, what does this mean? What is What would a central bank digital currency do? Uh, you can watch other videos and stuff go in depth, but it's just face value. It would be essentially a, a blockchain-based coin for your currency. China currently has this, so you cannot use cash. It goes to a cashless system, and every transaction is tracked through a blockchain. It's all individually done, etc., cetera, uh, through an economy. It's, it's too juicy not to do. I mean, if you can track every single transaction of an entire economy, it's too juicy not to do. You like First off, the data you would get. Second off, the control you would get. Third off, the potential manipulation you could have. Fourth, you can collect taxes on everything. You know, a lot of people right now pay their hairdresser or lawn guy in cash and there's, they're not taxing that. And they might, they'll launch it, I think, in the name of uh, tax evaders. These all these people that do tax evasion, they're now gonna start paying taxes. And oh, by the way, all the drug dealers, they all deal in cash. We make cash worthless and everyone moves to a digital dollar all of a sudden you can't do drug transactions etc now you might say bridger this is crazy the u.s would never do that well back in the 1930s the united states did this already this has already happened so don't say it's impossible to me now what happened in the 1930s the united states outlawed gold bullion it was illegal for our grandparents whoever would live in the united states if you had gold coins gold bars you had to, it was an executive order. You had to turn them in to the government and they would give you in replace some paper dollars that were backed by gold. And we said, we we're going to take all the gold and put it into Fort Knox. That's what we did. It was outlawed. It was illegal to hold gold. And it took, they gave like a time, you know, you had to come turn in. Now you can have a gold watch or a gold bracelet, but any gold bullion, gold things used for currency was illegal. So don't tell me it's impossible. They've already done it before. Back to the governments. These, all these governments are working on Either they've launched it, pilot, or developing these types of things for their countries, which is pretty interesting right now. This gives just unpressed, people are always talking about the US dollars dying, et cetera, it's going, it's actually, uh, the US dollar has been going up in value. We have high inflation, people aren't looking at the data, they just go off a feeling, they read one book from Ray Dalio and they go, oh man, I know the history of everything in the, and it's okay, I love Ray Dalio's book, nothing wrong with it, but you gotta look at the dollar right now. We have high inflation, the US dollar is going up in value. A lot of people don't know this. Tell me an economics book where you have high inflation and also the currency goes up in value. Because you gotta go back to, well, the US dollar is bad, but compared to what? It's all about comparison. When you have a currency, it's just compared to what? The US dollar is bad, but compared to euros, it's pretty good. I'm in Europe, I'm in Europe right now. Compared to euros, it's doing pretty good. Compared to UN, it's doing really good. Compared to rubles or whatever, it's doing really good. Now, it's not perfect by any means, and people are talking about resetting a currency. I could see the United States resetting their currency, moving it, transitioning it into a central bank digital currency. We've had a reset in 1946, uh, the Bretton Woods Agreement. We then had another reset with Nixon in the 70s when he took us off the gold standard. That was a reset of a currency. And I think now we might be hitting a point where we're gonna reset the basis of this world reserve currency as well. Um, some people are like, the US dollar is gonna die. I, I have another video on this you guys go check out, but you really think the largest superpower on earth, the people with the most guns, military, warships, power, influence, biggest economy, everything, is just gonna say, yeah, you know what, let's just use someone else's dollar. When every war 
since World War II has been fought pretty much based on oil and dollars. You can go through this whole track record. I have another video, I'm not gonna talk about it here, but you can go through the whole thing. It's all about the US dollars and war. Makes you think, right? I don't think these people are just gonna say, yeah, you know, let's just use something else. It will be a, a fight to the death. Back to FedNow. So you have FedNow here as a service. This displaces a lot of things. So again, I'm gonna get into you know, theories at this point, but right now um, it's pretty interesting. The Silicon Valley Bank collapse, you had Signature Bank collapse and Silvergate collapse. Those were the three largest crypto banks in the United States. All three of them collapsed within three weeks and the United States stepped in very quickly to collapse them. The FDIC like, you know, I, I would think, I don't know, a bank's going down and having troubles. You'd give them a couple days or maybe a week or two and then you'd come and save them. They saved them in like 24 hours. Do you guys realize how quick it was? It was like, oh, they're not doing good. Imagine you're running a business, like a normal business, and you have two bad days. All of us have bad days. You have two bad days and all of a sudden the government steps in, takes over everything and you're done, you're, you're gone. Why would they take over the three largest crypto banks in the United States all within like a week or two? Additionally, they uh, send a Wells notice to Coinbase. They're really, I mean, SEC's really going to war with Coinbase right now. Why, why are you going to war? Coinbase has done nothing but try to be compliant, help out, regulation. It feels like the United States government is going to war against crypto-based companies right now. That's just my feeling. Banks and potential theory, again, a theory, is they might be paving the way and moving out competition to roll out their FedNow, and the same month they announced their FedNow protocol, and then move to, well, we're gonna start moving to a central bank digital currency. And we need to get these big banks on board. We need someone to help facilitate this like a JP Morgan. JP Morgan's had already plans to launch a, a coin for JP Morgan for 10 years. They've already developed it. They just didn't, they didn't launch it. They've already had a JP Morgan coin. They've already built the whole thing out. And just again, back to theory, I don't, we're, just, we're just talking here. We're paid as fund managers those predict the future, right? That's what we're paid to do. So stop writing it off as conspiracy theory, whatever. People always, oh, dude, you're paid to write the, to predict the future. And what's crazy is all these conspiracy theories keep coming true, especially in money and finance. Oh, there's no way Twitter was getting manipulated and bought, all of a sudden Elon buys Twitter and everything's correct. Oh, there's no way that uh, the, if I would have told you five years ago, the gold and silver markets are manipulated. Bridger, that's conspiracy theory, whatever. Ta-da, 2019 comes out. JP Morgan Chase had been manipulating the precious metals markets for over a decade. They got fined about a billion dollars from the SEC. Go look it up. Again, we're paid to predict the future, me and you as fund managers. So I'm looking at this right now. I'm looking at what's happening. You're clearing away the biggest banks. You're clearing away Coinbase. You're pushing Coinbase away. You're giving all the assets to a JP Morgan. I mean, he's, they bought, JP Morgan bought First Republic Bank for, I think it was seven cents on the dollar. Literally the math. They didn't, they didn't assume any corporate debt. Seven cents on the dollar. They got it. It's like really no one else bid and would have paid eight cents on the dollar or nine cents or 10 cents or 12 cents on the dollar. No one else would bid, really. Anyways, potentially they are paving the way to have JP Morgan help. They, hey, we're gonna give you all these cool assets. We'll collapse some of your competitors, smaller banks, and we're gonna pave the way to launch FedNow, which then rolls into a kind of a digital wallet, dual system currency. We have, we have cash and we have this new system we're trying out. And then fully we go, hey, you know, there's too many tax evaders. There's too many people doing drug deals and stuff using cash. We gotta all move to a wallet-based system. And by the way, I walk around the United States, I can't even use cash. You try to go pay cash for something, they don't even take it. People don't even take cash anymore after COVID. 
And so anyways, we're almost already there. Everything's already digital anyways, but then you move to this full central bank digital currency, which by the way, uh, makes a huge pathway for crypto. So let's talk about crypto. What if a central bank digital currency launched? What would that do to the crypto markets? Bitcoin, Ethereum. Now I run a crypto hedge fund. We're an eight-figure crypto hedge fund. We've done very well. Our performance has been awesome, by the way. Ugly Unicorn Crypto Fund has been phenomenal. I talked to Dan Young. He's my business partner on this company. Um, amazing dude. He's on the uh, Intel's board of advisors for 15 years, board of advisor for AMD. He's done a 500 million in sales. Really sharp dude. Mined Bitcoin for the last decade. So I talked to Dan about all this stuff. He goes, I don't think they would outlaw crypto. And it's pretty hard to outlaw crypto. Uh, what you would do is you would control it. So you would launch, let's call it a central bank, a digital dollar, it's called a digital dollar. And that would be the on and off ramp for crypto. Think of it like a lot of these cryptos, people don't understand, a lot of cryptos have utility. Some of these coins uh, have a full company behind them. Actually, Gala Games is a great example. We know them, They're, they live local to us. They have a coin called Gala Coin, but they also have a gaming company that makes these really cool video games and stuff. They, I think they produced like a billion dollars in revenue last year as a company and you can buy their coin. It's like buying their stock, it's like a stock market. So what you do is if you had a, a digital dollar, it's like an on-ramp to a stock market for crypto-based companies. It's kind of the same thing. It's like before we had the New York Stock Exchange, we were trading like, hey, I'll trade you barley for wheat, and we had bartering. And finally, they said, well, let's set up an exchange. It's called the New York Stock Exchange. We can exchange stocks and bonds. And guess what? We'll do it in U.S. dollars. Ta-da. And the United States, I believe the United States government wants to act just like that. They want all exchanges to happen. Yeah, exchange whatever you need, but just do it in our currency, just like the SWIFT system, just like what they've done since Bretton Woods. You can buy oil from Brazil or whoever can buy oil from Saudi Arabia as long as you do it in US dollars. Does that make sense? So I think a central bank digital currency, if it came out, all ships would rise. All of a sudden, I think right now Americans, I, um, this can round number, but I think it's like 8% of Americans have a crypto wallet. Imagine if they launched a central bank digital currency, it goes, that goes from 8% to maybe 90% of Americans have a, a crypto wallet. They have a wallet that can buy NFTs, buy everything else, and all of a sudden, all ships rise. And yes, it will, it will displace, we believe, 10 to 15% of cryptos, but I think the rest of these cryptos will go up like crazy. So our fund, we have a huge diversified portfolio. We hold at any given time 40 to 60 tokens and coins at any given time. And uh, we tell our clients, like, hey, this is massive. Right now, the crypto market's like $1.2 trillion. It floats around a trillion. That's a small market cap. That's less than Apple. That's less than Microsoft, etc. cetera. Um, the market cap of gold, for example, is like 12 trillion. Crypto is about 1 trillion. If they launched a central bank digital currency, we believe it would jump from about a trillion to eight to $10 trillion almost overnight. And then further adoption, that, that <clears throat> number can be as high as 20 to $30 trillion market cap. So when people say we're still really early to crypto, that's what they mean is like the market cap is still really small. And if they announce all these things, which by the way, back to this thing, pretty much every major country on earth has is launching or piloting a central bank digital currency right now. I mean, it's coming. They are building this thing over and over. Like they're building it right now. All the infrastructure is getting built. It's now I'm not saying go all in. I'm not saying mortgage your house. What I'm saying is it's, it's good to have some exposure to this asset class. 
and don't be calling me in five years, Bridger, I should have done it, I should have invested, etc. Don't tell me that, okay? And by the way, we do all this stuff in Ugly Unicorn. That's what we do. So if you wanna if you wanna come work with us in Ugly, it's uglyunicornfund.com. Go put your info in there, we'll talk to you, we hop on the phone call, whatever. Um, minimum, minimum equipment is $100,000, put your money in and we get it rolling. And we move it through, we, have, we pay a ton of money every year for security work, all this kind of stuff. We can walk through the whole deck, et cetera, but go check us out. But it's a pretty cool market to have exposure to. Um, I digress, okay? So uh, let's go back to the FedNow protocol. This is now coming back to what's actually happening right now. So right now, July, FedNow is coming out. So what does this do for other things? So right now I'm gonna go over uh, looking at PayPal PayPal's been pretty interesting. Um, their stock has sold off significantly the last six months, especially after um, this has been announced. So sock, sock, people think PayPal is going to get hit very hard by this. Additionally, people think uh, Visa and MasterCard. I mean, any you at this point, if it gets so good, you don't need merchant processors. You don't need PayPal's, Visa's, MasterCard's. And I, I still think you'll need them to some degree, but they become more and more obsolete over, let's just call it the next decade with new technologies coming unless they progress, which by the way, I've, I've heard Visa and uh, these big, Visa's one of them though, is working on a full blockchain technology to integrate, but I digress. Um, that's more uh, hearsay. I'm not sure if it's true or not. Here's a uh, PayPal stock sold off kind. Here's Visa right here. Last six months, actually, actually risen a decent amount here. Um, MasterCard, up 13% last six months. So these guys have traded well, but pretty, pretty interesting, this report came out, uh, this is just on Yahoo, but it's reported a bunch of places. Insiders at Visa sold $24 million in stock in the last two months since this Fed now has been announced. And they're not putting it back in, or sometimes they, you know, people sell and then rebuy or whatever. They're not buying back in. And one of the best indicators ever of when a stock is gonna go up and down in a swing trade or a long trade is if insiders, executives are selling or buying the stock. One of the best predictors of stocks right now you're seeing 24 million dollars in stock sold over the last few months pretty interesting um again a lot of people are pointing to visa there's actually a lot of politicians that have been selling uh these stocks as well so um again pretty interesting uh where we stand so to recap um and all this kind of stuff central bank digital currency fed now paypal visa i again we don't know what's gonna happen but we are paid good money to predict the future and this is pretty compelling i i am very excited for crypto that's why we have people flooding into our fund right now, putting money in because it is so compelling where we're at and what we're doing right now. It's it's pretty cool. So on that note, you guys are amazing. I will see you guys later. I'm gonna have fun in Europe here. I'll keep sending videos and I hope this is useful. If you guys can comment, like, subscribe down below. Let me know if you guys like this video. Let me know if there's other topics or stuff you want me to talk about. Put it down below. You guys are amazing. See you guys later. Bye.